Hi everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome back to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the Movie. One minute at a time. And welcome to our last podcast before Christmas 2021. Mm-hmm. It's pretty exciting. Christmas! Before we dive into Minute 89, the minute that we're covering this week, we do have to put a little disclaimer on here. There's going to be a little bit of language <laughs> in this podcast. Not because we have decided to uh, gear up the age up this podcast, but because BZ spills some uh, inappropriate language. So we, we just wanted to give you guys a heads up that there is some language in this minute from a santa claus movie from 1985 <laughs> i didn't even know that there was language in this movie until we started watching it for this podcast i don't think i ever caught it before well the, well the story goes that the sulkins wanted a pg rating for their santa claus movie so they let lithgow say some choice words especially in this minute and that's how we got a pg rated santa claus movie yeah, because the words are not in the book. Oh, and we do have a little update about Towser Watch. We, <laughs> we did tweet, if you're following the saga of Towser Watch, we did tweet at Jeffrey Kramer, and he did respond. He is a man of few words, but Ben, yeah. what, did, what did he say? He said, and I quote, You made my day. Thank you. We did ask if he had any memories about the making of the movie, but like I said, he's a man of few words, and I'm glad we could make his day. Did we not like his response? I thought we did. No, we did not. Okay, I'm doing it right now. I thought I put a heart on it. Well, it wasn't there. All right, Ben, there is a lot to unpack here in minute number 89. Are you ready? Ready I'm to ready. buckle in? So our minute begins. Joe and Cornelia are still at the basement door. Cornelia is holding her finger under Joe's nose to prevent him from sneezing, because if he sneezes makes a noise, that will alert Towser and BZ that somebody is listening to them. So Cornelia has her finger under Joe's nose. She holds it there for about a second. Joe nods to indicate that he's fine. Cornelia takes her finger away, and Joe immediately sneezes. Yes. So Ben, I did not re I did not research the history of the one character putting a finger under the other character's nose to prevent him from sneezing. Oh, good. I'm just going oh. to I'm just going to assume <laughs> it dates back to like the vaudeville stage. I um I was afraid that you were going to go back and have a whole history lesson <laughs> about that. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm sure that it's. I mean, it's been happening for years and years and years and years. So I think it's just a, a normal, common thing. In, in movies, not in real life. Right. Because I mean, it would be, it'd be well, really gross to put a finger under somebody else's nose yeah. to prevent them from sneezing. And I was going to get into that. I'm sure Cornelia is going to get sick because of this. Joe is still running a fever. She's put her bare hand under his nose. That finger's probably covered with snot. She probably wiped it on her robe. And then she's going to go gallivanting with Santa. Probably spread that to the whole North Pole. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? Okay. Not only did she put her finger under his nose. I mean, it wouldn't be a big deal, like, if she washes her hands before she touches anything. You know, she's safe. However, 
Joe sneezes right in front of her face, like right into her face. I, I didn't even think of that, but you are correct. He didn't do the elbow. He didn't sneeze right. into his uh into his elbow arm. pit. Yeah, yeah, his elbow pit. <laughs> right, he did. Very not. inconsiderate of Joe, but it, it just came up. He couldn't control it. Right. I mean, and he wasn't wearing a mask, so it didn't contain his spit particles. So she's gonna get sick anyway. I'm sure this happened. This must have happened in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You know, some other dwarfs put their finger under Sneezy's nose to prevent him from sneezing, and then he sneezes anyway. Yeah. All right, that's the last I have to say about the (laughs) sneezing thing. Okay, good. So anyway, that sneeze is overheard by Beezy and Towser. They are in shock. (laughs) What the hell? Yes, now in the book, he says, what the heck? (laughs) <laughs> but in the movie it's definitely what the hell <laughs> they let they let they let lithgo get a little edgy yes <laughs> is that our first hell of the movie have we said hell yet on this podcast i don't think so it's not a word i typically say so i don't I think that it would stand out if we had said it before so yeah, i'm I know, gonna assume I, it's the first time i know we've had some holy craps and Mm-hmm. His presents suck. Right. But I don't think we've had a what the hell yet. No, I don't think so. And oh my God, Santa said oh my God a lot <laughs> early on. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, technically he wasn't Santa yet, so maybe that's how he got away with it. Maybe. So anyway, Joe and Cornelia realize they've been heard and the jig is up and start to rush back down the basement stairs. If you look closely, Joe appears to mouth the words let's go before they kind of scurry down the stairs. What do you think? Yeah, or go, 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 or something. Something involving go. Yeah. He lets Cornelia kind of go down the stairs before him. Yeah. Beezy and Towser rush over to the basement door. Beezy says, Towser, take that way! I I was a little confused of what Beezy meant Towser to do, but Towser seems to have known what Beezy meant. Apparently Beezy meant go outside and get grizzard the limo driver to right. come in here for backup <laughs> yeah you know what i love towser's mo- moaning in this. yeah he's like nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> i love it it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> we heard a sneeze <laughs> i'm kind of surprised that bz is the one that just charged into the basement you know what i mean like i wouldn't have expected him to go and do the dirty work of investigating what the sneeze was and it's surprising they didn't just write it off as oh it must have been cornelia upstairs who sneezed right because they do know they're not home alone but right maybe it's just odd that they heard it they must well we know bz heard it come from the basement so Mm -hmm. that would be peculiar especially if nobody ever uses the basement right so, yeah, at first I was like, what, what is Towser doing exactly? Or maybe Towser just panicked and like, I got to get, I got to get the muscle in here. Mm-hmm. That sounded like a, that could be a very scary person downstairs sneezing. <laughs> Beasley barges into the basement and sees Joe. Joe has given Cornelia a little push ahead of him so she doesn't get caught. Cornelia, still holding the empty glass, hides between two wine racks. I'm not sure... What Joe's thinking is, I mean, Cornelia lives there. If Beezy opened the basement door and saw Cornelia, she'd be, he'd just be like, what are you doing down here? 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I in the book it just says that he pushed her into the wine racks first so that BZ wouldn't see her. It was the first location that that looked like you could hide in. So he pushed her there so that BZ wouldn't see her and that he was trying to find a new spot to hide when BZ opened the door. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, if he had hid and she was hanging out, she'd be like, oh, hi, step uncle. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking for something down here. Sorry. I know yeah. it's late. What the fuck? Go, go back to bed. Right. And then, exactly. and then Joe would be in the clear for another night. Right. Yeah. But I think they panicked in the moment. Yeah, they just weren't thinking straight. I mean, they're only like 10 years old. Cut them some slack, you know? <laughs> so then BZ grabs a hold of Joe, like, does a real, like, bear hug grip on him. Come on, me, you're How did you get in? How did you Who are you, anybody? Who are you? Meanwhile, Joe's just kind of kicking and screaming, trying to get away from BZ. BZ carries Joe into the kitchen. And then we see Towser. He has gone and got Grizzard, like we said. They're coming down like a little staircase into the kitchen door. And this yeah, is this... the same kitchen door that we saw Cornelia feeding Joe earlier, putting out the bowl of food and the Coke. And bouncing back just a minute to the Cornelia in the basement between the, between the wine racks. That's really hard to say, by the way. <laughs> I wanted to just uh, note that she's still holding the empty orange juice glass. She has not let that glass out of her grip. Yeah. <laughs> it's still raining out. Towser and Grizzard are coming in that back kitchen door. And Joe bites PC's hand and let's go lets out a really good uh, scream after getting bitten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to I had to rewind my clip. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that on lube. That's I, I, I'm going to put that on my phone when I get a text message. Did Joe really bite him? <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, all right, cover cover those little ears <laughs> because after Joe bites BZ's hand, BZ is really drawn out, and I suppose you could make the argument that he didn't say it, but it definitely sounds like it. He's a, he started it at least. Shit. <laughs> It's very hard to hear the last syllable. So, I mean, I guess you could make the argument that he didn't finish the word if you really want to. But, uh, yeah, he, he definitely he definitely said shit. <laughs> and that has been confirmed in other interviews with uh, Carrie Kameheim, who was, yeah. you know, Cornelia, and she was part, part of the scene. So she mm -hmm. could have been, you know, overhearing the director's comments or Lithgow's comments, like... All right, let, let's let's really make it edgy. Say it. Say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, in the book, BZ says "little creep." Well, that could that could be maybe what he is supposed to say next, uh, mm -hmm. because after he says that and drops Joe, Grizzard then grabs Joe as BZ sits down and yells, "You little brat!" You little brat! <laughs> and Grizzard asks, "Who is this kid?" Which is a very unusual question to ask. I think it was probably like, who is this kid? Like, who is this kid in your house? Like, why is there a kid in your house? <laughs> Where'd he come from? <laughs> and this is where BZ responds. This could be what was in the book. 
in the movie he goes I'm damn little snake face yeah in the book it is um when Grizzard says who is this kid BZ says some darn little sneaky thief so I think it was kind of shortened when BZ says it sounds like in the original script he was more oh what the heck gosh darn it but they, they really <laughs> amped it up for this minute. Yeah. So I was always unsure what that last word was because the captions just say, you little sneak. Mm-hmm. Or some damn little sneak, I mean. Yeah. And I wasn't sure what the other word was. So it was, was it sneak thief? Yeah, in the book, it's sneaky thief. Joe continues to try to struggle free from Grizzard's grasp and yells at BZ, I heard what you said. You're never going to beat Santa Claus. Never. I'll tell him and he'll beat you. He'll get his... Yeah, he gets muffled by by uh, Grizzard. I heard what you said. You ain't never gonna beat Santa Claus. Never. I'll tell him, and he'll beat you. He'll be get his guys. He says um, he'll get his guys too. And oh, that's it, what it says. I thought it yeah. was sound, just sound like gobbledygiddle. <laughs> well, no. now I gotta re-listen. Okay, hang on. Give me a second. Okay, I guess I guess I can kind of make it out. You'll be getting his guys. Is that what it says in the book, or yeah. is that what that what you heard? Yeah, that's what it says in the book. Santa's going to get his elf minions to come and, and come beat and up BZ. <laughs> that's what I got out of it. <laughs> and BZ just snaps at this point. He mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so BZ snaps and goes from just a greedy toy tycoon to a mobster in like a blink of an eye. But I have what happens in his head where he's where he where he cuts over real quick. Okay, this is in the book. This is in the book. BZ wondered if Joe was a plant by Santa Claus as a spy. (laughs) He couldn't take any chances. No little punk was going to ruin his scheme. So Santa Claus made planted Joe in BZ's house as a spy to get any dirt on BZ as to why BZ is coming up with these things and Joe is going to report back to Santa Claus what BZ is doing and that is why Joe has to go be put on ice. That is quite the leap for BZ to make. <laughs> how much how much wine has BZ had? <laughs> well, we, well last week he determined it was whiskey, so Yeah. <laughs> maybe he polished off a, a bit of the bottle before bedtime. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> And that he's perked up again, but that is insane. That is insanity. Yeah. Yeah. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to unpack here. I don't even know where to begin. So, so yeah, BZ is now like a mob boss type character because he now screams, Put this kid on ice! I had to listen to it multiple times. All these years I thought it was put this kid on ice. But the captions and listening to it over and over, he's saying, Park this kid on ice. I'll deal with him later. He's probably going to, like, waterboard Joe. (laughs) Who sent you? (laughs) Where is Santa located? Because Joe didn't really even hear anything too damning. Just, I'm making a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and kids are going to write to me instead of Santa now. It's not like BZ said, I'm going to murder Santa Claus. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And he hasn't heard what the, the, uh candy canes do we don't even know what they do yet yeah we will next week but 
I mean, in in the movie that he doesn't know, but in the book, clearly, BZ thinks that Joe knows everything because he's a spy. A spy from Santa. Right. And up to this point, we have had no indication that BZ even believes in Santa Claus. Right. It's like we're not even 100% sure if he believes Patch is a real elf or he's just going along with it because he's making a ton of money. Well, there's been a couple instances in the book where he is like, he really is an elf, isn't he? Because of the way he acts and what he does. That's true. He did say that earlier, or at least in a deleted scene, now that you mention it. Grizzard and Towser don't even bat an eye. This is just business as usual. (laughs) The boss has asked us to abduct a child. And then in the middle of the night in New York City, bring him to a limo. And thankfully, nobody was walking down the sidewalk or anything. Mm. They might, they might, that might raise an eyebrow, I'd imagine. If it was five minutes earlier, that guy singing on the sidewalk would have <laughs> seen everything. Beasley's here evilly rubbing his chin. So, Ben, I have to, I do have to go off on a brief side tangent, but it, it'll all come around in a, in a minute, okay? Bear okay. with me. Don't roll okay. your eyes. I was talking with our son, explaining him who the Kingpin was in Marvel Universe, because he's being incorporated into Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. The big cliffhanger. I guess when this episode drops, I imagine he's going to be playing a bigger role in the final episode of Hawkeye. But me and my, our son have a have these conversations about Spider-Man villains quite often. <laughs> because Spider-Man has the best villains. And anyway, Kingpin, I brought up some images. Big hulking guy. He wears a white suit, chomps on a cigar, balding. And I realized, like, oh, man, he looks a lot like how they drew BZ in the Marvel comic. Because BZ in the comic is much heftier than John Lithgow is in the movie in a lot of these panels. Mm -hmm. While everybody else in the comic book looks, like, dead on to the actor. So I'm wondering if Marvel had Kingpin in mind when they were drawing BZ in the comic book in some of those scenes. They might. They might have been channeling him. I mean, it's the same city, you know. Maybe he. Maybe that he's, is true. He's the he's the toy kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same artist. <laughs> I'll just trace over some Spider-Man <laughs> kingpin drawings. Yeah. Oh, I've done stuff like this before. I'll just trace this guy. They must have got that publicity still that we now have framed in our living room of BZ yes. that he had on his nightstand, where he's dressed in the white suit jacket, chomping a yeah. cigar like hey we have a we have a character like that you can just trace over that model sheet yeah <laughs> i don't have to re reconfigure something i'll just use this one we do cut back to cornelia still in the basement and still overhearing anything yeah and man we're gonna have to back up a bit because we didn't talk about the details in the basement nope where i had to have you go back and confirm something for me because i swear i saw like a googly-eyed muppet bird in bz's basement and i thought oh that that can't be what i think it is it is it is it's a plush puppet bird of some sort we don't know like if it's a, a puppet but it's definitely a bird plush like a, of some yeah, it's sort like a toucan yeah and then you also pointed that on the other side of that frame there's like a stuffed yeah there's like a taxidermied peacock on the other side so you think it was on a, a table yeah, I was going to ask, do you think it's a uh, taxidermied real peacock or it's a toy peacock, like a prototype BZ 
peacock. It, it looks more like it would be a taxidermied real peacock. It doesn't look very toy-like. Yeah, but, it doesn't look like it would be a toy. But like I said, the uh, toucan, he looks like he could be a, like yeah. a Muppet. Could He's be. very much a toy. Yes. It's the only thing toy related down there. And I guess you can also talk about the tire that you notice like suspended in air. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but there's like a pole with a tire hanging off of it. And the tire is suspended like up above where BZ's head would be. I don't understand why there's a tire so high in the sky in their basement. So did you take any note or make any note of the things tacked to the wall, you know, in that close up of BZ as he's slowly seething hatred of santa claus and santa related spies yeah it's very hard to see because even in the high definition version the stuff on the board isn't really clear enough to see what it is there's a sail flyer yes I for see that. something but other than that you can't really see anything else clear enough to make out what it is well i do see a advertisement of some sort i bet it's a recipe it mm. says the best cake yeah, I can't tell what kind of cake it is. It isn't clear enough. But it looks like it's a, a a fruit cake, maybe? And then it's just a lot of just regular pieces of paper and, like, receipts and stuff. And then a Probably put there by by either Miss Tucker or Cook. Yeah. <laughs> the, the live-in cook. Now, well, I guess she doesn't live there. She must just pop in occasionally to cook some meals, like leaving that fully cooked chicken in the refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned it on uh, Mike either, but when we rewatched the uh, deleted scenes, we did catch a glimpse of Cook's back. Yes. In a in a deleted scene of Cornelia sneaking across the kitchen to get the leftovers for Joe. Right. So yeah, Grizzard and uh, Towser do not question abducting this child at all. They just uh, Towser opens the door for Grizzard very politely, as. Grizzard uh, drags Joe kicking and screaming down the stairs to the limo. Mm-hmm. Grizzard either says, shut up to Joe to be quiet or shut it to Grizzard to shut the door. I wasn't quite clear. I... You have any insight? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Grizzard telling Joe to shut up because he's talking the whole, like, Joe is screaming. Like, you yeah, know? he's like, he's like being muffled by, uh. Grizzard, but you, all you hear Yeah. Shut up! But it's so funny. Oh, I can't talk about it. Next minute. Oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's very strange. Well, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I find it strange, but I also understand why. Does that make sense? Why they go out the front door. Because you would think that it would be easier to sneak a kidnapped child out the back door through an alley than to haul him all the way through your house, risking waking up your niece and the nanny to go out the front door. That is a very good point. Because clearly Towser got Grizzard from going out the back door just fine. And Grizzard was probably in the limo waiting for Towser to get done meeting with BZ. So I don't understand why they went out the front door. Other than that was just the part of the set that they could use. I don't know. So if BZ had been thinking clearly, <laughs> he could have just had Grizzard like hold Joe in like the living room or something and call the police. 
Yes. Or he could just kick the kid out of his house. Like, how did you get even get in here? But he he made the leap to he's a spy sent by Santa, apparently. Right. So he didn't want to risk that uh, of he didn't want to take the risk of Joe ruining his scheme by calling the police or letting him go. But what scheme? Everything they're doing up to this moment seems to be perfectly legal. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not defending BZ. I'm just saying he, he's jumping to a lot of conclusions. And I think that'll be his undoing in the yes. next uh, 10 minutes or so. Oh, boy, we'll have a lot to say about that minute, too. <laughs> oh, I thought this was going to be a super long one, but I, I think we're at the end here. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think I have more for minute 90 than I do for this minute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That gives us next minute, you see. Yes, I, I uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we'll talk about it more next week, but I was saying, would it have made more sense movie-wise to have Joe overhear what's coming up next? Yes. And that would justify throwing him in the limo and putting him on ice? Yes. As opposed to just saying, Santa Claus is finished, but he didn't mean it as, I'm going to murder Santa or Santa's going to die. It's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to put Santa out of business. Right. I I feel like Joe and Cornelia really should have heard the last part of the conversation to really make the rest of the movie make sense. Then getting them kicked out or getting Joe kicked out early I think really messes up why the ending of the movie happens the way it does. There's even a publicity still of Grizzard holding on to Joe while BZ's sitting there. And the caption is, Joe just overheard BZ's plan to distribute explosive candy cane, spoiler alert, in Santa Claus the Movie, 1985. (laughs) It's like, no, he didn't. That's a lie. (laughs) So that's going to wrap up Minute 89, and we hope all our listeners have a very Merry Christmas. And Happy Holidays. We will have one more episode before the end of the year, and then before you know it, we'll be in 2022. Yes, I can't believe it. I don't know where 2021 went. I still think that it's 2020. (laughs) I know, I know. Since we started this podcast, it's been a wild ride. It has. I don't know what's going on. Both in real life and uh, the movie. (laughs) it's all it's all like a roller coaster so ben where can people follow us on social media you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at santa minute and you can also email us santa by the minute at gmail.com ben and i post a brand new episode each and every wednesday and as always you can listen to any of those episodes for free